is your financial expert and master mindset coach, Janae Cordy. Hi everyone. Today is a really tough topic which I've decided to share with you. Today I want to talk about separation, loss, longing, divorce, grief. I have been married for over 12 years, almost 13, to a man I'm sadly now separated from. Although this separation is the best for both of us in our long-term growth, uh, it is purely devastating and heartbreaking at the same time. It hurts. And going through this is teaching me incredible lessons about loss, judgment of others, empathy, integrity, and personal power and strength. It is bringing me through a spiritual awakening that, quite frankly, I don't know if I even wanted because of the immense pain attached to such a transformation. I am truly realizing what real pain is, and this is like no other, especially this pain caused by the awakening of your own truth that you must then act upon in order to live authentically to yourself. The truth freaking hurts, and once you know your own truth, not anyone else's, your own, you have a horrible decision that you then must make. The decision becomes to ignore your truth and live in an illusion, to just put the blinders back on and hope for the best, or to live in your truth, which often means disappointing and hurting others, as well as going through the extreme pain of acting and then living in your new truth. Do you continue to live someone else's truth or do you live your own? And that becomes the question. I recently made the decision to live in my own truth and I'm telling you, it absolutely sucks right now. It really does. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It sucks. It sucks to be judged by people who you love. It sucks to disappoint others. It sucks to realize what you thought was once is now no more. It sucks to have dreams and expectations shattered by your own doing. It all just sucks, pure and simple. And to the people who this message is intended, you already know that it sucks. And I decided to take on this painful topic, not to tell you how much it sucks, but you can trust me on that one but rather to share the painful lessons I've learned so far so I can maybe help those who need to hear it. I also chose to do this brief podcast for no other reason than to let people who are experiencing this painful event know that you are not alone because I feel like we are in this together hand in hand even if we've never met or never talked. And sometimes you just need understanding from another human being And we all need that connection and we all need hope that there are brighter days ahead, especially at this time of year with the holidays and the new year upon us. So here's my messages of hope to those who need it most and that 100% includes myself right now. I am reminding myself of these lessons continuously right now. Lesson number one, let go of control. We cannot control everything. Sometimes we have to let go and let God. And if you are not a believer in God, there is still a valuable lesson for you in letting go of what no longer is good for your growth in your life. And this includes letting go of resentment, anger, and blame for yourself and for the other people involved. 
Lesson number two, non-judgment. None of us are in a position to judge the decisions of other human beings. If you believe people are doing their best with what they have available to them in that moment, then who are you to judge? We do not know until we've walked in another person's shoes what they are experiencing or why they've made the decisions that they've made. So be slow to judge others. You wouldn't like to be judged, so give the same respect. Show empathy to others, not judgment. Lesson number three, love. You can love someone and still let go and walk away. That doesn't mean you have to take your love with you. Hate is never beautiful in any form or fashion, and stay beautiful to who you are. Take the high road instead of the easy one and keep loving. Lesson number four, accountability. It's easy to remember the difficult times and the struggles and then resent or blame another person for that. That is easy to do. It is easy to say your fault because that removes the burden off of us. However, I'm learning I have to recognize my part and hold myself accountable for the mistakes I made along the way too. This isn't fun in any way, but taking accountability is the only way to learn the lessons meant for us to learn from the experience. What lessons we don't learn are bound to repeat until we do learn them. So learn the intended lessons quick and learn them thoroughly. Gratitude, lesson number five. I'm grateful for my marriage. I'm grateful for the man I knew and still know as my friend. I'm grateful forever that he taught me how to love and trust at a time in my life that I never thought that was even a possibility. I'm grateful that he showed me that there are men out there who will protect their family at any cost, even to the point of giving their own lives, which I believe wholeheartedly he would do without a second thought. I have gratitude for these things and more. Find out what you can be grateful for too, even if it is just a hard lesson learned. So with these newfound lessons, I encourage anyone who is going through what I am experiencing right now to keep the hope. There are many challenges which most likely await you, especially when it comes to your money. Divorce can be a high statistical reason for suffering financial loss, but it doesn't have to be. If we go forward with the approach of not viewing from a win-lose situation, meaning I win, they lose, I believe we can change that landscape and minimize the financial havoc of this event. If we approach the separation of assets and the division of money in a divorce or a separation as an opportunity to incorporate our lessons learned and set the intention to bring an equitable viewpoint to the table for all parties, we can highly reduce the negative financial impact that this traumatic event wreaks upon the average American person. Approach the bargaining table from the golden rule of doing onto others what you would like done onto you. Approach the bargaining table with an open heart and an open mind and the pure commitment for resolution and not annihilation of an enemy. Don't lose sight that this so-called enemy may be the parent of your child and may be one of your greatest teachers if you shift your mindset to see past the pain and emotional upheaval that you are feeling. These are the moments when we choose who we want to be. And that has as much to do on how we choose to react to the redivision of money as anything else. Remember, we hold a core value about money that we discussed in the first three podcasts. When we went through our thoughts and beliefs about money and then set our goals accordingly. 
So my core value of, of money is freedom, and money is freedom to me. So I know it will feel like my very freedom is being threatened, and it is up to me to remind myself that we can both win if we don't react from a place of that fear. I advise seeking the counsel of a mediator to assist both parties with peaceful and fair negotiation when the time comes to divide your financial interests. This will help keep things calm and keep things moving fairly and forward. It's important that through this trial and tribulation to remember who you are and remember no amount of money is worth sacrificing your values and your beliefs. There is a time for destruction in order for construction. Building is what we do. You can and will build yourself back authentically and compassionately. I see way too many people who go to all-out war in these situations, which only hurts all parties involved. Set the intention of peace and fairness instead, and then live in that intention, even if your emotions are storming and rioting. Go back to your intention of peace and fairness and ask, how would peace and fairness handle this situation? How would peace and fairness handle this negotiation? The song that keeps playing on repeat in my head is the Eric Church song where he sings, It's over when it's over, ain't it baby, ain't it? Rips you like a dagger. Can it baby, can it? Wish we could do it over. Damn it baby, damn it. We had it in the air. We just couldn't land it. And I choose to be grateful for the times we were in the air, soaring high above the clouds, even though we just couldn't land it. This is gratitude. It may be painfully over in one sense of the word, but I believe new beginnings will start anew with abundant opportunities on the horizon. We just have to know and remember our own values and our own value. Do not win at all costs because the cost of doing so is much too high. I sincerely wish everyone who is experiencing this the best and my love and compassion goes out to you all. We will survive and we will thrive. Until next time. Mind your mind.